Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 59th installment of The Bobby Kudo Show. Cornell with his hit single Long Gone and we lost Chris May 18th of 2017 at the ripe young age of 52 years wow this is a tough pill to swallow you know so much talent and everybody knows Chris Cornell. Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog, and of course all of his just solo work. He's just amazing, amazing talent in the world lost. But thankfully have the catalog of uh, his amazing work. Ladies and gentlemen, go give him a listen. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the 59th installment of The Bobby Kudo Show. I am so glad to be here. I'm so glad that you are here. I know it's been a while, but um, sometimes things just work themselves out. You know, if you guys are listening to the Disgruntled American Podcast, you guys know you can hear me over there with uh, Steve and Joe. And, uh, that, I mean, the momentum there is unbelievable. And, of course, I always mention to you guys the time. I got I to gotta spread out the time. I got to share the time. Uh, but more importantly, you know, I, I just want to just take a step back. Just one, thank you for everybody for, for being here. And I really appreciate it being on the podcast. And two, just, you know, obviously opening the show with Chris Cornell was not a not an accident. Obviously, everything I do, I'd like to think has purpose. And in this case, really just discussing something that I'm struggling with and I've been dealing with. You know, if, you've, if you're a fan of the show, you're probably going, wow, it's been a long time since Bobby's recorded. I, I didn't record. I didn't record in October at all. I dropped episode 58 in September uh, that went, had Jesse, Jesse Gomes, my dear friend Jesse Gomes, on the show. And I haven't recorded since. And to be quite honest and frank with you guys and, and ladies, uh, I was struggling. You know, I, I, I found myself in a situation where I felt almost fraudulent, you know. And, and you know, they say, they say that most men live in a quiet world of desperation. And I found myself and find myself doing exactly that, you know, just consumed with, you know, personal responsibilities and your life. And, you know, you got a wife and you have children and you have a mortgage and you, you have a car payment and you have all these responsibilities and the, 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 the sense that, you know, it, it, you need to uh, continue to, to, to provide, it, it becomes overwhelming, you know, and, and it, it really, you get into a situation where, there's no satisfaction because the, the the obsession with feeding that anxiety, that constant anxiety, and uh, living in a world uh, literally of of quiet desperation. You know, I I, I just posted something recently, just kind of along the lines that, you know, a, a man who heals himself is is probably the most dangerous because they've had more conversations with themselves than they than they have anyone else, and that truly is that that is true and honest, and I can speak to that. 
to my own personal experience. You know, and I really, I found myself uh, just kind of taking a step back here. And I found myself in a situation where I found it very difficult to come on the podcast. You know, I, I do, we do the Disgruntled American podcast, and that's completely an entirely different entity of what the Bobby Kudo show is. And obviously the Bobby Kudo show for me has always been a, a a moment of of opportunity you know if 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 i could if i could you know if i could lend you some information if i if i could share something with you whether it be music uh, education uh, history whatever that may be i always felt like i was always contributing but you know ultimately ultimately for me the core of the show was really about personal success and personal gain and you know having an ability to to be of sound mind to provide you know not only for yourself but the people that you love but do it in a manner that you can find balance and mental stability in your life and i'll be frank and honest with you when i say that i find myself struggling with that you know i found myself struggling with the idea of coming on here getting behind the microphone and delivering a message like that and you know when it, when when i up again not a coincidence i open the show with chris carnell and you have a situation with an individual with so much talent, you know, and you think, you know, it wasn't money, you know, Chris, Chris had a lot of money, Chris had a lot of success, and not only what you heard, but a lot of the music that's out there that's, that, that was recorded and performed by other artists were written by, by him, so, you know, he, he had such a, such an impact in the music industry and, and had an outlet, you know, his music was his outlet, you know, if you listen to the lyrics of what he sang, and a lot of that, and I believe a lot of that is, is kind of what, what, what I do, you know, and, and, and delivering a message on the podcast, you know, one, you know, he's, he's performing it and, and vocalizing that beautifully, you know, masterfully, uh, and I'd like to think that I'm coming on here and, and, and delivering a vocal verbal message to you as well and when you find yourself you know and i and i use chris as the example because at what point and i'm speaking to everyone out there and it's such as me and i know that i know i know for a fact that i'm not the only one that would ever struggle with this 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 situation uh many of you are out there and, and you're in the same situation where you feel like hey this is never going to change it's it's constant you know it's paycheck to paycheck it's whatever it may be i mean and again it it doesn't have to be financial you know you can have all the money that you need, but emotionally you're not feeling supported, or uh, you, you just find yourself in a, in a situation where people can't relate. And I think to me, that's probably the the space in the realm that that I'm I'm living in is that I feel that the struggles that I'm that I'm going through are really specific to me. And, and I know that that's not true. And I know that you know for every one idea, there's ten thousand out there, and there are many out there that I would imagine. You know, struggle with the idea that you know. Listen, I gotta, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be strong. I gotta provide and never let that down. And it's almost as if you're running this marathon, this constant marathon that you just can't and you can't stop. You know, the treadmill keeps rolling and you, you're just trying to keep up. And you know, somebody's on the side of you there and they're pushing that the the the, the plus button. And the, the treadmill is getting faster and faster and you're running faster and faster and you're trying to keep up. And it just gets to a point where you can no longer sustain, you know, and you got to hit that negative button on that treadmill to slow it down. But, you know, obviously you just can't stop it, right? Because if you stop it, you, you go, you're flying off the thing, right? Like it just, it, you know, it's, 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 like, it's like a drug addiction. Like, like anything else, you just can't stop it. You got you to gotta almost wean yourself off it. But the, the, the problem with that is, is, you know, much like someone like a heroin addict, you know, the heroin addict, you know, then they're not, they're not shooting up heroin because they, they, they want to, they, 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 because of the high, they, you know, that's what it starts with. But ultimately what it ends up becoming is they become so dependent and they're sick. And the only way that they can feel any type of relief is when they, when they shoot this toxin into their body. 
You know, this is something that's, it's mental, it's, it's chemical and, and it's not much different than, than, you know, anyone else. And why can't it be the same? You know, we, we process information in our brains the same, you know, whether it's work addiction, right? Whether it's, whether it's a drug addiction, whether it's an eating, whatever that is, it's psychological, it's in the brain and it's processing that information and realizing you know, how do I have some type of control with my life? How do I, when, at what point, right? At what point do you, do you realize that you're no longer in control? You know, it's, it's almost as if you're, you're in a boat, right? You're in this, you're in this huge tanker and it, you know, it's, 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 it's steaming full, full steam ahead and you've got, you've got the, you're at the helm, right? And you're trying to steer the boat, but there's, the steering doesn't work. So you, you're on this, this projected path that you have no control over and you're at the helm hoping that you don't crash into an iceberg. And, and that's that feeling and that's that sense. And rest in peace, Chris Cornell, because, I mean, imagine the demons. Imagine how, how live those demons have to be that you take your own life, you know, especially when you're able to create such amazing, beautiful things, you know, like music, you know, when people are creating things from nothing, you know, it's not a, not a beat machine. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gentleman like Chris sitting at a piano, you know, strumming on the, on a guitar or on the ivory, you know, ebony keys and creating amazing, amazing works of art. So welcome everybody to episode 59. I mean, who knew I would be here 59 episodes in, you know, the show you know, it just you know the really the, the flattering part in all this, everyone, is just that although I haven't recorded in in you know over well over a month, I mean well over a month, so I'm, I I would hope that this episode is really going to do great. But I will tell you that the listens continue. You know, you everybody's still listening. Every I don't know if people are going back and listening to the the same episodes and they're picking up some some good information and continuing to listen. But the listenership is right there, and I really appreciate everybody and their commitment to the show, and obviously. You know, the only request I ever make is um, that you share the show. You know, let let, let, a, let a family member know, let a friend know. If you enjoy what you're hearing here, if there's something that I can contribute to you and just maybe make your life just a little easier, um, or you learn something, or you're just entertained. You know, you can be just entertained. Share the show. Let them know. I mean, I listen, if you don't like it, you don't like it, shut it off, go away. The show is not for you. But if you enjoy what you're hearing, please let, let, it, let somebody know. You know what I mean? Because that's... If the show's ever going to go anywhere, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, with um, episode 58 with Jesse Gomes, my dear friend, Jesse Gomes, shout out Jesse and Suzette. Um, we'll be hanging out. I'm heading down to Florida. You know, Jesse's got some property down there and we're going to, we're going to go spend, um, you know, happy Thanksgiving. No, I don't want to forget that. I want to forget that in this episode. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys and, uh, and your families. And we're going to be heading down to um, Florida for a couple of days just to chill out and get in the sun and enjoy some beautiful weather and hope that uh, the weather holds up, you know what I mean? Because we're working really, really hard. And uh, really, that's what this episode is about, everybody. It's about finding the control and balance in your life. You know, I think, guys, it's no secret that the country is in dire straits. You know, the, the financial the financial sector is just in chaos. Inflation is through the roof. I mean, we all, we're all going to have to pay for oil. Obviously, that burden will, will be amongst us. But what the real question is right now is what what is worth and what is wealth and what does it mean to be rich? You know, normally I think we, we look at the perspective of wealth and people being rich and we think lots and lots of money. 
Although, you know, you get these amazing, amazing people like Chris Cornell, who obviously had all the money in the world, and obviously money was not a problem, but yet somehow they cannot find happiness in their life. So with that said, does it, does it, is it actually true or, or is the statement to be true that, you know, is wealth really the, the ability to control or, or at least enjoy time, right? I'll let that sit there for a second. Is, is that, is that really what it is? You know, when, when you enjoy life and you travel with the ones you love and you spend time and you have birthday parties, um, shout out Penelope for her birthday, fourth birthday. If, when you do that and you celebrate with your family, that you're, you're, you're spending, right? You're spending your time with the ones that you love and you're getting the most for your time, and which is what we do with our finances, right? Isn't, we do the same thing with money. You know, you want to, if you want to, if you want, if you're going to, most people will shop at three different places because they know that they can get, you know, this, these items cheaper or these items are a little, tend to be a little cheaper here. And, you know, so, you, 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 when you can, when you apply that concept to reality and to how you spend your time, there is no difference. And I think that that's the that's the realm and that's the realm in, of understanding that we need to uh, I think comprehend. What do we? It, it, okay, so we know that inflation is above five percent. I don't want to specific numbers because I don't know when you're listening to the show, but you know, let's say inflation is above five percent. And, you know, things are, you know, inflation uh, is, you know, you, you, you get an increase at your job of 3%. You know, you, you're still in the negative, right? You're making more money, but your money's still not purchasing more. It's, it's actually buying less because you're still not you're, not, you're not getting that median. So should you or is it relevant for you to spend all of your time trying to earn monies? You know what I mean? Monies, you know, actual currency. Is that... Is that the best way to spend your time? Are you spending your time to buy things, to buy liabilities? These are not assets. These are liabilities. Everything you buy, when you buy shoes on Amazon, that, that's a liability. When you, when you buy a PlayStation 5, that's a, that's a liability, right? Because it's not, you're not making money. It's not an asset. It's not like you're buying a stock or you're making an investment. You're purchasing something that now... Uh, requires your attention, whether and 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 cons- in consumption, you know, you plug in a PlayStation Five, it runs on electricity. So, you know, there's a constant co- uh, cost to that, including subscriptions, and you know, now you're purchasing games. So, really, that's a liability. But if you took that those finances and you diverted those finances and said, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I want to invest in my time. I want to invest in how I'm spending my time. Wouldn't that be? the right, or wouldn't that, I shouldn't say right, because I, I don't want to assume anything for anyone, but to me personally, wouldn't that be the most logical thing to do? You know, they talk about this metaverse and how people will live, literally live. I mean, if you guys have seen the, have you seen the meme of the guy sitting on the, it's, a, it's it looks like an empty apartment. It's a little tiny little box apartment. The guy is sitting on a mattress on the floor with no blankets on it, and he's got a VR headset on, and it says, the new, the new rich, right? Because if you're living in this metaverse, if you're living in this virtual reality, you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't, there's no, there's no binder that says that, you know, you don't, you know, you could, you could be a man and pretend to be a woman. You can be a woman, pretend to be a man. You could, I mean, literally you could be whatever. I mean, if you want to be a dog, you know, the point what I'm saying is there's no governing factor. So with that said, 
is, I mean, literally, are we talking about a generation of people that are going to live in this virtual reality, right? Because we already have everybody, we all know we have kids, we have family members, uh, we all know somebody that, you know, again, video games are, are, I mean, we all grew up with them, but most of us already live in our phones. Now imagine strapping on this VR headset and living in a reality with people that you know. I mean, I mean, I, I talked about, I mentioned earlier in the show, going to a birthday party, spending time with your family, Thanksgiving is here and getting together and enjoying a Thanksgiving dinner. Now, is it going to come to a point where you're celebrating your Thanksgiving in a virtual reality metaverse? Is that because now everybody could be there, but nobody has to travel? Uh, I mean, you know, the thought of it, and I'm probably, you know, aging myself when I say this, but I mean, I, again, I mentioned it in episode 58 with Jesse. I'm a touchy-feely kind of guy. I want to hug. I want to be with the people I love. I want to see them. I want to feel their energy. I don't want to live in a virtual reality. But that seems to be the direction. I mean, literally, like Wally, the movie Wally, like people living in this this virtual world, uh, which is just electrical impulses to the brain. I mean, granted, you go, you can go anywhere you want, but will you smell the oceans in Greece? Will you will you smell the bread down the the, the roads of France? I mean, like, I mean, right? If I go to Portugal, am I going to smell the the cuisine and the restaurants? Is that going to? How does that work? How, do, how does that, it's not that, it, I mean, you could see it, that's fine, I get it, but you're really, you're, you're only, you're only stimulating maybe two of your senses, right? Your vision and your hearing. There are so many more senses that need to be stimulated, right? I mean, it's just, again, I, I, I you know, I, I think it's a dangerous, you know, we need to be, you know what, we need to pay attention. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, again, I don't want to assume anything for anyone, but when I think that. It almost seems like it's too easy. This is all just too easy. You know, Mark Zuckerberg comes out, says this, and now these NFTs and it's like it's a whole market and people are spending money on on cryptocurrencies and it's just, it's literally upside down. And I would just invite you guys to do your research, check it out. It's just, it's out there. This, This stuff is just really, really out there, you know? Yeah. Jeez, man, right. So, listen, I mean, forget about the opening. I mean, we're just kind of hitting the ground running here 19 minutes into the show. And I just wanted to mention, I mean, of course, everybody's watching the news. And I just want to touch a little bit about this Kyle Rittenhouse trial and everything that's going on here. And I wanted to just make a mention. And no matter how you feel about this, because people are all over the place on this. And 17-year-old, and what was he doing with the gun? Okay, look, I, I get all that. But before we ask all those questions, right, before we ask any of those questions about this kid being there and him shooting people and the, the, the trial. Before we talk about any of that, right? Not, not that we're going to do that here today, but, but, but just if, before, if you and I were having a conversation, before we got into any of that, let's not forget here. Let's not forget that the ultimate failure in all this is, was our government and law enforcement. The idea that this was allowed to happen. You know, those streets were riddled right riddled black lives matter and tifa and they were burning shit down like it was it was out of control what they were doing like it was completely out of control and there was no law enforcement to help anyone to help anyone everybody was on their own it was every man for himself and and if the story is told straight he was at a convenience store and the convenience store was getting raided right was getting looted and then that's where it all started. And then people started chasing him down the road and they were saying that he had a gun, go and get him. I mean, even the guy that he shot in the arm pointed a gun straight at his, straight at his face. Now, again, like I, I'm not, I don't condone any of it. I don't condone any of it. But I'll tell you what, no matter what you say, 
the bottom line is, is that that kid, is that that kid did something. He felt the need like he needed to do something, and he did it. It, and it's more than I can say for a lot of people. A lot of people wouldn't do that. You know, they talk about the silent majority, the silent majority. You know what? Shame on me because I'm part of that silent majority. But at least, at least I'd like to think that when I come on the show and when I'm on the Disgruntled American podcast, I'm sharing information that we work very, very hard to find. And then we share that information with the audience. Right, we we we're not we're not writing we're not writing it, we're sharing it. You know, it's true and it's fact and it's real, and we're sharing that information with you, and you make the decision you want. But ultimately, here what we're talking about here today is the is the ultimate failure, and and the failure was the people that we pay our hard-earned taxes to have an obligation and responsibility, not to mention swear an oath to protect us under any circumstances. And regardless of the mayor or the governor and their political views about race, about about Black Lives Matter, about Antifa, uh, about the the good old boys, like it doesn't their their point of view. Like this is where this is getting all muddy. Everybody is that their point of view shouldn't matter. Okay, their point of view shouldn't mean shit. The Lori Lightfoots of Chicago. Your point of view shouldn't mean absolutely shit. The, what, what you are supposed to and obligated to do is instill the laws and the rights of the citizens. Not rewrite them just because you feel a certain way or because someone has an opinion about you and you don't, you don't want to share your information with these people that are telling the actual truth. But, but we have accepted that as a society. Somehow it's okay for these people to go out in a public forum and say some of the most heinous, ridiculous things that they can say, and we just consume them. We, we, we just, we take it in. And then when you go into a, a retail store, you've got people that are yelling at people for either not wearing a mask or for wearing a mask or, you know, or vaccinating their kids or not vaccinating their kids. Look, the bottom line is do, the, do whatever it is you want to do. Do what it is you want to do. Never mind. It's none of your business what I'm doing. I'll do what I want to do. And that's the way it should be. And I get it. You know, we, 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 we've always been a nation of those to say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up for the weak. I'm going to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves, right? That's, the, that's what we do. And that's, what we, that's how we've been a world power is that we've always helped those that have needed help. I mean, and so perceived. Right, the narrative is the narrative. You know, we like we liberated Iraq. What a great job! We 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 liberated Afghanistan. I don't think so. So we're we're not doing super great, you know. But we're not doing super great. But you know, I believe the people here, the people on in in the United States on the land, are good people, and they just want good for themselves, and they want to have a bright future for their families and their children and their grandchildren, and want to know that the things that they've worked so very hard for in their lives belongs to them. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us, a lot of us have things that were, were maybe gifted to us from family members. And I'm, I haven't, I'm not, but I know people that have, you know, people that work really, really hard in their lives and they, for whatever reason, they, they decide to invest and save their money, whether it be in property. And then you've got a generation that, you know, their, their children and their grandchildren inherit that. And, and it's given to them. It's gifted down to them. 
and that belongs to the family. I mean, that's that's ultimately what we're talking about here. We're talking about the nuclear family. In whatever shape and form you see the family, somebody wants to take that away from you. Somebody somebody has has injected this idea that you can't have that. That that every that, that everything that you enjoy and everything that you like, and even the idea that you might have an opinion that is different from someone else's. Just because it might hurt somebody's feelings, you're not allowed to speak that or say that or feel that way. And I will tell you from personal experience, I've been a manager for a very long time. So I've had to eat shit for a long, long time. And for all the managers out there, whatever level of management you're in, you know what I'm talking about. You know, if there's one, there's a hundred moments that you sit there and you're hearing or seeing something and it's just a big old heaping shit burger and you, you, you eat it. You eat it because you have to. But there comes a point where it's like, you know what? I'm done eating shit burgers. I don't want to eat shit burgers anymore. I need something better for me. And you know what? Maybe that's the stage that I'm at in my life. You know, seeing all this and realizing that the government is not, they're not here to help us. They're not here to help you. They're not here to help me. They're here to help themselves. If they really, really, really gave a shit, if they really give a shit, they'd have term limits. Because it would, it would, it would, it would, instill the continuity and the integrity of our system of our government it would it really would but they don't want that none of them want that and the democrats the democrats play their part in all this and they do what it is they do and the republicans play their part in all this and they do what they do and they're the ones that create all the separation and divisiveness between all of us that's what they do i keep saying it you know i've mentioned it in many many of the podcasts you need an enemy. And in this case, they're making your, your neighbor your enemy. That's what they're doing. They're, listen, we are all human. We are all human. We, we, all come, we all came onto this earth the same way. We use the same door. We all use the same door. I don't care who you are. If you are walking on this planet, you walked through the same doorway that I did. Period. Don't get me wrong. There may be some some clone babies out there that they grew in a test tube, and I, I they're probably out there. But let's just say that ninety nine point nine percent of the population of this world, they all walk through the same door that I did, that you did. So, with when you look at that, when you put that into perspective and realize that you, who are you fighting with, or who are you fighting for, really, who are you fighting for? You know, I watched this clip the other day, and it broke my heart. This little girl, they were taking her for a vaccine, and she's like, "Oh, I, I." And you could tell she was nervous, like she was, uh, you know, apprehensive. You know, obviously a kid getting a shot. Well, kid wants it. No kid wants. It. I still hate needles. And the kid, she's apprehensive. She's like, "Well, my mommy told me that I'm gonna get a shot, and I'm gonna live forever, and I'm never gonna die of COVID." And I'm saying to myself, "Gee, what a, you know, what a terrible thing to, to 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 lie to your child about to get. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know what, guys, don't judge." But I never, I never lied to my kids about getting shots or going to the dentist. And I'll tell you, both my kids, they have no fear at all of going to the doctors or going to the dentist because I never lied to them. You know, if I told them they, if they were going to get a shot, I told them, hey, you're going to get a shot today. It's going to suck, but you're going to get a shot today and it'll be quick and we'll go get ice cream and we'll go get whatever you want. We'll, we'll, we'll make it better, but it's going to suck today. It's going to suck for a minute. I was always honest with my kids, you know, and they'll, and they'll tell you. And I think that, you know, honestly, that, that's what we need to do. We need to bring that back. Listen, it, it might suck to hear things. It might suck to that your feelings are hurt. But honestly, wouldn't don't you want to know the truth? Do you want somebody to lie to you? 
Is that what you really want? Is that what you really, really want? You know, when you ask the question, do you want the person who's answering you to be honest with you or lie to you? Like, do you want to feel good about the answer or do you want that answer to motivate you? You know, nobody's perfect. None of us are perfect. But but I would like to think that we strive to be, that we're all working hard and, and at least have an idea or a direction of, of what brings you happiness. Because if you're working every day and you're working every day and you're working every day and when you're not working, you're consumed with your work. I mean, listen, unless you're building a business of a, a long-term future and it's a temporary situation, then then you're just, listen, you're not rich, you're poor because no matter how much your paycheck is, you're you're spending your time. What's your time worth? What are you worth? What what do you what what's your cost per hour? What are you worth? Right? What's what's that cost? Cuz cuz I'll tell you what. Your company, the, the the people that you work for, they're looking to turn a 400% profit on you. Did you know that? That that's that's the model. That's the model. That's the model for 90% of these these companies that are out there. Think about that for a second, right? You work for, you, you're a mechanic or you work for an RV dealership, let's just say. And, they, and you walk in and like, hey, you, you know, you're certified and you know what we're going to do? We're going to pay you um, $40 an hour, right? Wow, $40 an hour, that's great, great, right? And the company, right, they bill you out at $175 an hour, Right? I mean, there's $135 there, $135 that they're making on you. That's just proof positive. And you know what you say? Well, well, I got insurance and yeah. Well, what if you were billing out at $175 an hour and that was your money? Insurance wouldn't be a problem for you. You could pay your premium right up front. You wouldn't have to worry about it, right? I mean, granted there's overhead and I make it sound easy, but I just, I'm just looking, I'm not, I'm not trying to change anything. I'm just trying to make you realize what's right in front of you, how we all end up. And you know what the thing is, is it's just, it's to me, it's, it's hilarious because it's almost instilled in you that, that this is the way you need to do it. You know, the only way that you can have the respect is, is by, you know, grinding it and, and the calluses on your hands and right. Like that's, that's a measure of a man, right. Is, you know, how big his bank account is, but you know, I challenge that, right. Cause that's, cause the same guy who, who's got a, a slice of land somewhere up in Maine and gets up every single day of his life and enjoys every breath that he takes and watches every, every sunrise and watches every sunset and has you know, complete and absolute control of his or her destiny. Like, is that not rich? Is that not rich? Or, or is it, you know, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays, getting up in the morning, strapping up your boots, make sure you pour a big ass cup of coffee because it's going to be a long fucking day. Right? And you're dealing with everybody else's problems. Everybody else's problems is your problem. And that's what you do all day long. You don't see the sunrise because you're already indoors. You don't see the sunset because by the time you get out of the office, it's already dark. You tell me who's rich. Yeah, tell me who's rich. And again, I'm not preaching to anybody, 
because this this is the world that I live in. I'm speaking from my own personal experience, ladies and gentlemen. I I get up every morning. I go to work. It's dark. I, I come home. It's dark. I don't see the sun come up. I don't see the sun go down. And I do this five days a week. And when I'm not doing it five days a week, I'm on call. So I receive every call whenever there's a situation. So this is the world that I live in. So finding, finding the mental capacity, I'll just say it, finding the mental capacity to come on the show and to deliver a message, and not only deliver a message, but deliver a message that's, that makes sense, that's got, that's got substance, that, that, that you, can take, you can take something from, right? I, and I would hope that this episode is, is delivering on that. I mean, we, we, we brought up some really great points today. But ultimately, it's what you decide to consume. It's, it's your reality. You know, it was, you know, the funny analogy, does it make more sense to buy a washing machine and dryer or go to the laundromat? You know, excuse me. I know some people are freaked out about the laundromat. Just excuse that part of it. But does it make more sense to, you know, get all your clothes once a week and go to the laundromat on, the, on a specific day and spend eight hours or nine hours doing laundry or, or, or do you get a washer and dryer in your home, right, if you can, and then just having the laundry do itself while you continue to do what it is you need to do? Like, what, what, what makes sense there, right? Again, it's, it's, it's a matter of, of how you choose to spend your time. I mean, again, some people live in apartments and there are situations that they, they, obviously there are factors there. But just in the layman's, think about that. Like, how do you choose to spend your time? Right, most of us, most of us, obviously, we know we need currency, and you got to buy food, and you got to you got to pay the electric bill, and right, all of that, all of that is relevant. But but at what cost is what I'm saying? You know, are we all making the same dollar? Is is that that's probably a fair, right? Are we all making the same dollar? And that's the question. And the answer, and the answer is no. I mean, I, I could say that with certainty. We are not. You know, depending on how many hours. You know, if you're a salaried in, in, individual. Right, if you're exempt in your salary, your salary is based on how much time you spend doing your job. So, if you get up at five o'clock in the morning and you start doing your job, and you're still doing your job at five o'clock at night, you know what? What are you actually? What's your hourly rate? What are you actually making? What's your salary? But you say, oh, I, you know what? I just got to get this done. I, I just want to get this done. It's it's the end of the month. It's the beginning of the month, and I got to get this done. Yeah, that that's that's fine. But understand. That those compromises, <laughs> would you would you make that compromise if you knew if your if your doctor told you, hey, you got you got three months to live, are you are you willing to compromise that time? Then is that is that what it takes? Does it does it take does it take receiving information that is catastrophic to either you and not just you? How about the one you love? It doesn't have to be you. It could be someone that you 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 know you've chosen to spend your life with, your life partner, and they get devastating news. Is that what it takes for you to realize what's important? You know, again, I I I know people. I know you need to make money. We all need to make money because we, if we choose to live in society, there's a cost for that. I get it. I get it. That's not what I'm saying here today. What I'm saying to you is, is how do you allocate your time? You know, are you are you balancing yourself where you know you could. Yeah, it was the best example was always, you know, it's funny when we were raising my daughter, uh, we were putting her in daycare, but the costs of daycare were literally exceeding what, you know, what we were, what we were making. So I looked at the wife and said, Hey, 
why don't you just stay home and raise our daughter? And right. I mean, what's, what's better than raising your kid and right. And she did. And we did. And it was probably one of the greatest and best decisions we ever made. You know, the time that, that my wife and daughter got to spend together, uh, you can't replace that. That's forever. And I, I honestly believe that that shaped her, shaped them both really. And it just, it just, it, it fostered the amazing relationship that they have today. So, you know, again, it's all about perspective. It's all about, you know, really, what are you, what are you worth? Yeah. What are you, what are you worth? You know, and I've met, I know I've mentioned this in the past, but it's just really something that's up front and, and, and center with me right now because I'm living this. I am living this. This is how I'm feeling. And for me to come on the show and for me to deliver a message and not feel and not live it. Right. And how can I say that to you? That may, I can't be a hypocrite. I don't want to be a fraud, you know. And that's really what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm a fraud. I'm going on the show and I'm saying things and I'm not. I'm not doing them. I'm not. I'm not living them. Right. Right. What if you never said no? Right. Is that bullshit? Am I bullshitting you? Am I talking out of my ass? Or am I telling you and giving you good information? Am I? Am I? Am I leading you in the right direction? And if I'm going to do that, then then why the hell am I not doing it? Why the hell am I not doing it? You know, and there, there I go back to that that quiet, that quiet desperation, right? That that I'm in, in my head, living in my head, thinking about it constantly. You know, making sure that, you know, I, we're going to be okay. But are we really? Does does it mean just because I have money in the bank, right? Does that mean I'm okay? Does that mean that everything's going to be okay? Is that just my 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 false narrative of control to make me think like I, that I'm okay, that things are going to be okay, that things are going to be safe, right? That's that's what we need to that's what we need to find. That's what I need to find, and that's why that was the the message I wanted to deliver today. This is what I wanted to to really share with you guys. You know that, and um, <laughs> I'm growing my beard out. It's, you know, it's November, so I, I decided to participate in the No Shave November campaign, and I would hope that you all would join me. I mean, it's, at this point, if you, if you haven't, you know, then you really, I guess you can't because we're like in the middle of November, but you can go over to noshave.org. It's no-shave.org, and uh, go, make a, go make a donation, you know? Like, I, mean, I did. I did. I Actually, I did a little right. I did all right with that uh, Shibu Inu. I bought some and I made a little money and I took, you know, 50 bucks and I went over and I, I donated $50, but you know, I doubled down because I'm growing up my beard. It's gigantic. I'm borderline, um, duck dynasty over here. So I'm going to grow it out. I gotta, I gotta put, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't really, <laughs> I don't know if it's just, you know, because I'm dealing with people all day, please don't be offended by what I'm going to say. Uh, but because I think because I, I deal with people all day and I'm dealing with problems all day and I'm just like the, the problem solver, the last thing I get home and like the last thing I want to do is go on social media and I post and like, I just don't feel like I have the energy for that. You know what I mean? And I really, and that's guys, that's, and this is part of what I'm struggling with. You know what I mean? This, cause I love this. I love, I love the podcast. I love, I love doing the disgruntled American podcast with Steve and Joe. I love all this. This is just to me, you know, the, <laughs> The funny thing is, is they say, you know, a, a middle-aged man without a therapist uh, starts a podcast, right? And I think, and I really think that this is exactly the true, in fact, in, in, in the Bobby Crudo show, because to me, this is my outlet. This is where I, I'm able to share these ideas and thoughts. And 
you know, I, I, I giggle and laugh about it because I, I want to do this and I, and I want it to grow and I want to share the, the social media end of it and I want to take pictures and selfies and videos and it's just, by the time I get home, ladies and gents, by the time I get home, I am so literally mentally and physically burnt out that I just can't find myself to pretend. You know what I mean? Like maybe people can pretend and people are good at it and they can go on there and they, but you know, I, 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 was, I was talking to Steve and he's like, Bobby, he goes, that's just who you are, right? And isn't that what the show is about? Isn't that what, isn't that what the Bobby Kudo show is about? You and your, your life and what you're going through. And I'm like, Steve, you're right. And he's so right. And it's just, and maybe that's what it is. And I think that's what really drove me to want to deliver this, this episode and this message to you. And I think, you know, 59, and it's so special because I think I've come to that realization that, you know, it's not being, it's not about being a fraud, you know, it's just because I have thoughts and ideas that I want to share with you uh, doesn't mean that this isn't a journey, right? This is a journey and, and I think that I'll overcome this and I think I'm very close to getting to that point, but I just gotta, I just gotta find the courage, you know, it's <laughs> maybe, maybe some of you will, will relate with, with what I'm about to say and that is, you know, I have an amazing relationship with a life partner. You know, we, we have we, we have our, our highs and lows and more highs than lows. I mean, it's, and as we as we age together, we continue to just have more highs and less lows because the confidence and commitment to the relationship is just, you know, and we're talking a 20 plus year relationship. And um, sometimes, you know, and, I'm, and I, I hope this doesn't, doesn't sound, you know, negative because it's not, it's, it's positive. But, but sometimes when the person you you look to the most for for advice and confidence tells you listen you need to do what's right for you you need to do what makes you happy and i support you wholeheartedly and those that's her words verbatim it doesn't make it easier for me right like i, I almost and and it should and it should and it should and it and it brings me to the conclusion that how can how can <laughs> and i tell her i love you so much and i and i want to say you know, how can you help me when I'm not willing to help myself? Right? And when I have, and, and I, knowing that I have her full support to make a decision, to, to, to make this life move and make a change and realize that, you know what, maybe maybe I do make a go at it. Maybe I, I do try to podcast full time. And why, why couldn't I do that? You know, and, you know, how many people are out there that are doing it and are successful at it? And, you know, having the free mind and capacity where I'm not consumed with someone else's bullshit, where I could commit, you know, my thoughts and ideas to the show on a constant level, you know, both here and on the DAP. She supports me, guys. She supports me full, wholeheartedly. But it just makes my decision that much harder because now it's all me. You know, I don't have an excuse. I don't. I don't have an excuse. And I just... And I feel weak because I can't bring myself to do it, you know, and I know what it is I need to do. And I believe in, I believe in, 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 in I believe in what I deliver. I, I believe that I can do this. I do. But do I? Because if I did, wouldn't I already committed? I'm not getting any younger. And I'm, and I'm only getting deeper in, in the current, you know, situation that I'm in now. You know, the, the responsibilities are only <laughs> getting larger. So when, you know, again, for both ends of, of the realm here, for myself and, you know, for the people that employ me, is it is it really a, a point where I need to make a decision? 
right? Because I'm committing, I'm committing all I have to someone else's, right? To someone else's success. And not to say that I'm, it's not my success, but again, what's the cost? What am I willing to sacrifice in my life for, for the money? Because it's already happened a few times where I've had to make a decision where, where my choice was, hey, I, I got to go to work and I, and I can't spend my day with you or I can't go with you to this, you know, this, this important or special you know, occasion, right? That's happened. And I've made choices. And am I proud of those choices? You know, I've left companies in the past for those reasons. Because I've, I came to the conclusion that the time that I wanted to spend was with the people that I love and not making rich people richer with money, right? Now, I honestly believe that time is, is cumulus and it's got to come from somewhere. You know, it's just not, time is just not everywhere. It, 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 it needs to come from somewhere. So, if I'm working really, really hard for someone and let's just say that I'm making them money, right? Doesn't that give them more time and more money? And the answer is yes, right? So the time's got to come from somewhere. It's, it's coming from somewhere. If you, if you have more time, right? If you have more time, maybe it's because that I put in my time which therefore freed you up to do what you need to do or want to do, right? Isn't that the pyramid, right? We all work at the bottom and, you know, that, that chain, that food chain goes all the way to the top, right? And the higher, the closer you are to the top, the more time you have to vacation and do whatever it is you want to do. Why? Because you have people below you that are doing and managing your business and managing time for you, right? Get it? It's all time. It all comes back to time. And how valuable is that time to you? How valuable is that time to your family? Those are questions that you're going to have to answer for yourself. Because some people love what they do. The time they spend at, at the office doing their craft, that's what brings them pleasure. And that's, that's the goal, right? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm delivering. That's what I'm saying to you today is that that's the goal. If you're spending your time and you're enjoying it, then you're then then you feel fulfilled, right? But but if you pay for something, right? If you buy something and you pay more for it than you should have, then every time you use it or look at it, it's going to remind you of the mistake you made. Right? Guilt, remorse. So, you know, with that said, that's that's really the message today, everyone. Just be mindful of, of your time. Understand where you're allocating your time. And it just doesn't have to be work. You know, I know, I know I'm, I'm kind of, this is kind of revolving around me and my professional career and my podcasting career, but it could be people, right? You could be spending time with people that are just toxic, that don't appreciate you and, and, and the energy that you bring. And you need to separate yourself from, from, those, from those energies. You need to separate yourself from those people. You, you, I'm telling you, like, it just has to, you, you got to do you. You got to do you. That, that's what it comes down to. You know, be mindful of your time and, and, and be conscious that you're, you're fulfilling the things that you need in your life. 
And if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. And if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. If you want to be vaccinated, go get vaccinated. If you don't want to be vaccinated, don't be vaccinated. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we have to hate each other, that we have to be angry with one another. It's my decision. It's your decision. We all make decisions in our life. And that's what makes us unique. And we cannot allow one entity, we cannot allow one single entity to change our, our mind, to, to, to make decisions for us. We cannot do that. We are all individuals. We are, we, you know what we are? Literally, we are, we are, we are these, these tiny little beings on this massive rock floating around the sun, right? Big ball of fire. That's what we are. Guys, that's what we are. At any moment, none of that, none of that exists. It all goes black. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you guys with one final thought. And, and I really, you know, to me, this was kind of, you know, I heard it. And it set in with me. And I, and I really just, I never really thought about it. I never really thought about it. It was, I was listening to Andy Frisella in the uh, Real AF podcast. And he was asked the question, hey, what, what, what scares you the most? And he said, really? He goes, nothing really scares me. He goes, I'm really not scared. He goes, I, I've built a couple of companies. I'm very successful. I, you know, I got some things going on and he's doing the podcast. He says, but I'll tell you what. He goes, you know, he says, I was misdiagnosed with a brain tumor. He goes, and as soon as, he said, as, soon as I got that, he says, I'm in the car and I'm driving, I mean, I'm driving home. And he said, this overwhelming feeling came over me. And, and it, it, the question he asked himself was, what, what was going to be his final thought? What, what, what was going to be his last thought? I mean, it's just profound. It's absolutely profound because, you know, ask yourself that. What do you believe your, your last thought is going to be? You know, it's funny. I ask someone and they're like, oh, well, they say it's like all of your memories. And, and I say to yourself, you know what? I don't, nobody knows, right? Nobody knows. But what we do know is that we're going to, we, there is that last thought that's going to exist. That last thought will, it will happen. It will happen. Where you, you the, where the neurons are sparking in your brain for the last time, and what what thought will that be? What will you see? Right? Will it be a moment of 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 pure bliss, where you know you're with the ones that you love, right? Because that's that's the that's the life that you've cultivated all the years, or or will your last thought be something completely unrelated and just dull? Because that's the life that you've lived in. I just want to leave that with you. I want you to really think about that. Because to me, it, it really was just, wow, mind-blowing. It was just one of those moments I was just taking, it actually took my breath away. Because that's really, like I'm saying to myself, gee, what, what will be my last thought? And, and I refuse for, to believe that it's just going to be some random sparks of light in my head. That it's going to mean something. And, and, and you know what, I hope, I hope that you find that spark. I hope that you find that light because it's never too late. <laughs> Someone said to me this week and I won't, I won't uh, let the, but they, I said, look, I, I want to do something. I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to build something. I've, I've had a couple of, I've had a few businesses in my past, but I, at my age now, I'm ready to. I'm ready to do something. And in case you don't know, guys, I'm 46. I'm I'm 46. I'm 46 years old. And I said this to someone 
And she said to me, she goes, well, you're old. You're too old to start a business. And I don't know if she realized when she said it, but when she said it, it just, I, yeah, I won't lie to you guys. I, and I typically have thick skin. It, it hurt my feelings. You know, I'm saying to myself, what do you mean I'm too old? I'm 46 years old. There is no way that I'm too old to start something. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it. And I've committed to do it. I, and what that is, right at this moment, I, I'd rather, you know, I, I'm just kind of sit back on that and, and tell you to stay tuned because it, it, it'll be, you know, it's going to be great. I've got some great ideas and I know, you know, the direction that I want to go in. But the idea that someone, you know, could say that to you and that might change your mind. Listen, you're only as old as you think you are. Okay, that's the bottom line. If you if you feel like you're 60, then you're 60, right? It's, it's really it's a it's, it's a state of mind. It's, it's a it, it, that's really what it is. So I encourage all of you out there. I mean, obviously, maybe don't wait, <laughs> maybe and get that shit done soon, earlier, sooner than later. But don't let that stop you. You know, find your motivator. You know, find it is find what it is you love to do, and find it young. You know, I think you know, like Darren Francisco, super fan of the, the Bobby Kudo show, real estate, successful, doing it young, very young, getting get it get it in there. There's more opportunity out there right now financially. You know, getting into the stock market. It's just this Coinbase and and Robinhood. There's there's all these these opportunities to get in and make some quick money, and then you could turn that money into whatever you need, whatever you want. And the bottom line is, it's time, right? That's the ultimate goal. What's the shortest line or distance to get to where you own your time, where your time belongs to you? Time will it doesn't stop for anybody. It just keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. It's how you choose to experience that time. That's what matters. All right? I hope this message gets to you safely. You know, I appreciate everybody lending me your ear. If you haven't done so, please go over to Apple, review the show, subscribe. I mean, that's what drives the show. That's what that's what keeps this message going, everyone. And do me a favor, please go over, check out Etsy. I've got the Bobby Kudo Show gear there. I mean, if you guys are listening to this, we're right around uh, Thanksgiving. Um, so go on Etsy and order your shirts now. Don't wait because, you know, it, Christmas is right around the corner. And who doesn't want, or who, do, who wouldn't love like a, a Bobby Kudo Show uh, beanie? You know, those be- and it's quality stuff, guys. Beanies, sweatshirts. Go check it out. I was doing the jogging pants too there. Go, go, just go see them. I mean, it's all, again, top quality stuff. And I'm not, again, not making any money with the, with the gear. Just kind of trying to get the... The brand out there in hopes that um, you know everybody can enjoy it. And if you if you if you do buy something, snap a picture, DM it to me on the Bobby Kudo Show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course the Bobby Kudo Show at gmail.com. Send me an email and just let me know. You know if, if you got any questions, if you enjoyed the show, if you have any comments, just go ahead and drop an email and support the uh, social media end of it. Like I said, I know I'm kind of dull on the social media end of it. I'm I'm trying my best, guys. But again, I just told you that I. I'm just I'm just struggling with with my time management right now. Let's just put it that way. Please do me a favor and do that. And then if you if you don't mind, uh, Sam led the Fearless Now podcast. I mean, food for the soul, guys. I mean, just listen. You know, these these he's got these great podcasts. He's got a lot of great guests. And uh, I just I, I like to brag a little bit. I was his very first guest uh, that he had on the show, and uh, since then he's just literally having a, a just he's had a, a plethora of of amazing talent on his show. And um, just really just mind-altering 
uh, information. Uh, so go over and give Sam a listen and follow. And you'll, I'm telling you, it, it bettered my life and it puts me in a great state of mind, especially when I'm going to work and I'm on my way to work. It's, he's who I listen to. They just kind of send me out and put me in a good state of mind to deal with people's bullshit for freaking 10 hours a day. Uh, so go ahead and do that. And of course, the Disgruntled American Podcast, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, Steve and Joe and the amazing things that we're doing over there. Go give that a listen. Guys, we're already 22 episodes in on that. And that show is just phenomenal. I think production-wise, content-wise, we got it all. And you know, it's funny. I, I, I listened to a couple of different conservative podcasts. And I'm, I'll be honest with you. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but you know, if you listened to if you listened to our last episode it was funny we dropped it on the on the Sunday I dropped it on the Sunday and then on the Monday I was listening to Dan Bongino and it was amazing cuz Dan Bongino was talking about everything that we had just talked about on the podcast on episode 22 so listen we're we're out there we are trend we are you know trend setters we're ahead of the game you know, if you want to know and you want to get it right, you're going to go to the Disgruntled American Podcast. So go check it out, the Disgruntled American Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us an email and, of course, all the social media platforms. And, and Etsy. And go to Etsy. Joe does some really great stuff over there. So I won't hold you up, everybody. I really appreciate your time and I appreciate you lending me your ear. And remember, guys, all roads lead here. Yes.